Welcome, and welcome back to the Premier League Sock Hair Podcast, where one and a half American idiots uh, talk about everything Premier League and uh, sock hair related. Uh, transfers, news, uh, scores, predictions for the season and the upcoming weekend, and generally uh, touching on soccer. We go into the Champions League a little bit, not too much if you're new to the show. Uh, you're in for a real treat if you're back, mom and dad. <laughs> Thank you again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're coming back from the international break. Uh, this is episode seven. I'm your host, Andy Woodhall. And I am your other host, Julian Bluen. Bluen. It's not Blauen. <laughs> it's wrong this whole time. Um, yeah, so coming out of the international break, I think we're all pretty relieved um, that soccer is back. Um, depends on which team you support, probably. Um, will dictate how excited you are, if you're like me out there. Uh, or me. That's true. Man United. Man United. Yeah. Arsenal, Man United. Um, but yeah, we're going, uh, wrapping up game week nine, leading into game week ten. Should be pretty exciting. Um, but before we get going, want to want to bring you a note from our sponsor of today's episode, uh, 1-800-GET-MIDS. Uh, it's a delivery service in California, uh, legally, of course, but if you're tired of all the sticky green stuff, you know, you want to throw it back to 07. With some stems and seeds and a headache, call 1-800-GET-MIDS and use the code SOCKHAIR and you'll get 20% off. 20% off. And it's it's half basil, too. Yeah. It's you never, Everyone loves smoking they a little mix bit it of dried basil. You don't know what you're getting in there. Um, <laughs> it could be wheat. Uh, give them a call today. Um, anyways, yeah, let's, let's, let's jump right in. Um, first one I have on my list, and I think on yours as well, is Newcastle uh, Chelsea. Um, you know, zero two to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Another week, uh, week for me. So I think it's they're playing some some lower teams and Absolutely. and they look great doing it. So I can't yeah. really complain considering where Arsenal are at. But I just I feel like they do I get agree. so much hype yeah. all the time still, and it's. I agree. Hey, I agree. Um, I feel targeted, but I agree. <laughs> I agree. Just because I picked them to uh, to win it all this season, but look, I there's no there's no denying Newcastle were really disappointing. Um, yeah, they, not they, a great game. I, yeah, they just a little a little defensive. They don't play Almiron. Like I, I'm not the biggest Almiron fan, but I still think he's 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 a, as decent team. as anyone they have going forward. Yeah, except maybe. Alan St. Maximin. Yeah. Um, but they missed Callum Wilson, probably a big factor. He was out that game. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I thought Joel Linton was okay. He actually I, did good. Yeah. I didn't think he was much of a downgrade on Callum Wilson this game. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny is they commented in that game about, he tried about a, a shot from about halfway. And the keeper was out, looked up, he was out, tried to pull it. Um, wasn't on target, but wasn't the worst attempt. Yeah. Good eye for it. But they talked about Che Adams, who scored a goal like that against Man City. And since then, his form has really come alive. Wow, that's a great point. And is that what Joel Linton is missing yeah. in his life? A moment. Um, yeah, because he just hasn't really had that spark, and it needs that confidence boost. Um, like you said, I think he had a great game. Yeah. But um, it's also, it's I mean, got to be hard. Great as, as great as a 2-0 Joel loss can be. Yeah, Joel Linton <laughs> style great. But... Um, yeah, I mean, he's got a tough team around him. It's As a big striker, when a team like Newcastle, who, like you said, played so defensively, um, they really need you to step up. And for a young, kind of expensive striker who's not in the best form, yeah. it's a lot to ask. It's a tall order. Yep. Um, yeah, but Chelsea also did just look... They look much better. They look good. Ziyech is incredible. incredible. Some of his passing yeah. is so good. It makes you question... Uh, Maybe Van de Beek or other signings that were other clubs that looked him over. Yeah. Seemed like a pretty good bargain. For uh, sure. I think it was like 30 mil, maybe less. Yeah, I mean, Ziek, amazing. Uh, really, really good. I, I, I have questions like, how is this all going to work when everyone's fit? Mm. You know, like when that Pulisic is players. back. That's yeah. true. Does Ziek fit in there? Yeah, because right now he's on the right wing, which I assumed was uh, where... Pulisic would fit in, um, and then I kind of like what I'm seeing now with Tammy, Tammy Abraham and Werner. Mm-hmm. They're linking up pretty well. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you felt that way in this game, but it's like they had a couple moments. I mean, there was there was 
the the burst of speed from Werner for the Incredible. second goal where he just like runs through it's three people. He makes everyone else look like a joke <laughs> in that league. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think Giroud even said it where he's like, I think I them signing Werner is not a threat to him. I think Abraham's more of a threat to yes. Giroud in the sense that Werner plays well with that larger central striker. Yeah. Um, he can be on his own up there in the if the game plan calls for it, right? But yeah. I think he plays best kind of with someone who's bigger who can lay off the ball and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, and that's a good point on Drew. I, I have a feeling it's not the last we haven't seen the last of Drew for Chelsea. Um, for Chelsea. Well today. Today. He came on and scored that, that amazing And Lampard uh, came out and said he's like, I hope he knows how much I rely on him. And it's just up to Drew at thirty four to say, Am I okay being that kind of player? Do you want if he wants to play in week week in, week out? I saw rumors about what was it? I think it was Ren maybe or or or, or Marseille or yeah. or even Newcastle. Yeah. You want to play day in day out. You can play at a lower team, but if yeah. you want to stick around at that age with your, you know, I don't know why he doesn't just go to another Premier League team, maybe just less competitive, like an Arsenal. <laughs> Honestly, Arsenal. We could have used him right now. Oh my um, goodness! I All those crosses enough, coming in from Kim, yeah. he would gobble those up. We can get into it later, but it yeah. makes you think about what is Arteta's kind of striker, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't we haven't seen him make any. I can't think of any real attacking signings from our from the Arteta era. It's going to be ex- uh, exciting okay. to see. Yeah, um, but Very yeah, nice, back yeah. back to Chelsea. Um, I saw a stat about. Him. I think Mendy is a great keeper. Yeah, I think he had eight saves in the last six games or something like yeah. that. More of a sign of how Chelsea have been playing, or the teams they've been playing, if you're like me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they're they have a pretty exciting game next week. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. How that goes, and that's really what what I've been saying. This I whole can't time. wait till we get to that part. Because then I'll shut up till till we start previewing for against next Spurs week. against I'm really against to, Mourinho against his old for the game. But I'm also excited for us to to hash that one out. Yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, but my, yeah, I'll eat my words. The only other um, call out I had was I thought Darlow, the Newcastle keeper, had a good game. I he know actually it's did. Two zero loss, but he had some like, great saves. I thought no one's gonna talk about him, but he had some great saves. Kept kept it a lot closer than it probably otherwise would have been. And who was their um, who was their other goalie who? Um, oh, you're asking me for a was, backup keeper at Newcastle. I thought <laughs> I thought this guy was the backup keeper. Um, anyways, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a you know. Ahead of myself, but um, <laughs> I swear they had a different keeper for a while who was looking pretty good. Um, anyways, I think um, Newcastle. No one really expected them to win going into it, but that said, you would hope they would have hoped for more out of that game. Yeah, um, it builds Chelsea's confidence going into some important games. They qualify for the round of sixteen today. Yeah. They're firing. Makes sense. They spent a lot of money. Yeah, so it's good. Good to see that come too. I had the thoughts about the doubts about their defensive uh, abilities, especially based on the signings, but maybe it's the so system. So far, so good. Maybe it's the system that plays well yeah. defensively. So far, so good. We'll see against uh, against some tougher opposition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think I think they've still got some 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 moments to them. I don't think it's all cured. I just think I agree. What you're seeing right now is just like the balance of like we no longer have Kepa and Nets. Like Zuma's no longer trembling at the knees every time someone comes That's at true. him because he knows if someone gets by him, it's going in. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, I think just getting that temperamental Spanish kid out of the Nets is it's is, great is for everybody. Huge. Yeah, <laughs> it's been huge. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, next on the list for me is uh, Man United versus West Brom. Um, as a Man United fan, I'm sure you have opinions, but I feel like, you know, you're pretty relatively unbiased and critical of your own team. Mm-hmm. Was that the most ridiculous, sorry, the two most ridiculous penalty decisions, um, one being not awarding West Brom the penalty, and two... I guess maybe three decisions. Two being awarding you all that handball penalty, and then three once the penalty saved to call it back again. I I just want to say like I think 
this is why we have bar. You know, bars we, bars here for a reason. When you say we, and... it sounds like it sounds like ownership, which I think is true. Uh, it's it's absurd. You know, that was an absurd game. Um, yeah. I would take those penalties if it was Arsenal. It's like yes, we'll take any team is going to take any penalty that's given. Yeah, it just feels a little bit biased. Yeah, no, no, no I agree. So let's, the first one, the um, the Gallagher. The, the Gallagher penalty uh, where Bruno Fernandes comes just recklessly in, um, hits his shin before he gets the ball. I agree with that interpretation of it. And yeah, it should have been a penalty. What's And, and look, it's one of those where if, if, if the referee in live time is like, okay, Didn't that's call. no penalty, fine. fine. You go to the screen, there's probably not enough there for you to overturn it. Um, and, and call it a penalty. But he had called it a penalty, and I refuse to believe that he went over to the monitor and saw conclusive evidence that he was wrong about that call. Yeah, it is one of those borderline calls, and, and it would go either way, but yeah, it should, it's a really it, good point. It should have been a penalty. It should have absolutely have been a penalty. And it, it makes me wonder if they're now starting to, um, to feel the pressure of every time the VAR person tells them, oh, go over to the monitor... I would like to hear that conversation happen. I don't, I don't know if it's just me. I would like to to hear how that conversation plays out because if it's the VAR person saying, I think you've got this one wrong, go check it out. Mm-hmm. That's different than, I don't know, it's it's a close call. Just go check it out for yourself. Mm. I wonder if there's some... That's a good point. I, I wonder if there's some uh, directing going on from the VAR officials saying, we think you've and got when, this one wrong. And that gets, yeah, there's some implications there. Yes. Just check it out, because then you'd have to make another decision again. And, and you've got, like, three people at screens telling yeah. you they think you've got And it you're wrong. right in between both managers. Yeah. A little bit of pressure. Yeah, but I, I think the bigger thing is, like, you have three officials looking at screens telling you you're wrong. You're going over there with the... With the impression you've been, you're wrong, mm. right? You all you got to see was lifetime. It was yeah. You, you have three people with with uh, replays telling you, look, we think you got it wrong. If that's how these conversations are being had, I think that's a big problem. I think I think you I think you need to leave it to the referee who's there lifetime. His his gut Interesting. his gut brings something else because some of these bar decisions are shocking. Not great. Shocking. Um. Yeah, con- controversial. Um, I get also that his uh, the handball, we've seen those called before. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. I mean, I thought, unfortunately for West Brom, because if they didn't give that penalty yeah, away, would, would, it, would they have lost? Maybe not. The worst part for me watching was just that Fernandez penalty that was saved, that they called back. And he was on the line up until Fernandez jumps. And once Fernandez jumps, he, jump, he gets off the line. Well, it's almost the same as, but it it's clever. I I would I I think the I think it is clever. I think the jump makes more sense given these these rules around having to keep your your foot on the line and the fact that Barr's going to come back and call it back because it gives him two tries. If he hits the first one and he actually scores it, even if Johnston is is off, off his line. line, it counts. That's a good point. But then it gives him the added chance of oh okay, Barr's always going to go back and check. Was he off the line? He was okay. I get to go take my penalty again. Yeah, you know, like it's just annoying to watch. It's a non-man United fan. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> you know, I think West Brom did look really good that game. Um, they've had kind of a, some shaky they games throughout. Um, against Chelsea, they looked terrible and really good. Um, they had some good moments in this one. Yeah, um, they, they Herrera looked good. I yeah. thought. Um, you all looked okay. I thought we looked awful. Yeah. I really did. And I hated our, our formation. Not not that it, like, it's a formation that I think works against good teams. And I get it. If you're playing Chelsea, two center defensive mids with, Mc, uh, was it McTominay and Fred? It was either uh, Matic or McTominay with Fred. That's just so defensive against a team like West Brom, right? Yeah. Yeah, you almost gave him too much respect and too yeah. much credit. Suddenly, at the same time, they had some decent chances. Right. But I think if you get a faster tempo passer in there, that's going to help you. Like Maybe someone Dutch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a Dutch exactly. blonde guy. Um, that's exactly what I was getting at. You, yeah. watch, you watch us play today, and that was 
the whole difference. That yeah. was the whole difference between point. those two displays. But and maybe that proved, starts maybe he proved it today, hopefully. It I, doesn't seem like it because it's also I have no confidence in Ole's ability to to take clues from from games like today. That's true. That's why I do guess. any logical reading. <laughs> yeah, it's deducting yeah. of, of <laughs> exactly. stats. He was, um, he was playing Temple Run on his laptop or <laughs> 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 his tablet. Um, but yeah, no, just just disappointed. And why I was so angry when those bars. Uh, went our way was I was kind of hoping we'd lose the game because if you lose he's out maybe I was thinking against West Brom a bad result it's got to be the last I mean they they haven't looked great so I would see I would see that as like if West Brom had won that game I think 0-0 is fine Um, but let me also bring it back to Temple Run yeah it's a really old game you're very out of, touch, out of touch with what people are doing on their phone these days what's that 2009 I Candy think? Crush now uh, more, more recent more recent, but I still think not even the most like, up-to-date thing. I think you're still like five years behind. Um, uh, Animal Farm. Uh, that's a book by George Orwell. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Uh, oh, Farmville? Farmville. That's all, Yeah, go. okay. There we go. Also very old. <laughs> you're doing worse and worse. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll just stop there. CD Let's get moms. back to soccer. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought um, you guys haven't been looking great. He Ole holds on again. We'll see um, what happens next. I'm curious. You guys typically buy in every window. I'm curious what happens in January as well. If he makes any, I can't imagine any more signings. I don't know what. What would you if you had a position to pick in January and, and sign somebody? It'd be a new manager. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only position I yeah, that's I want to address first. Yeah. Okay. Now. Respect. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally believe that. Um, yeah, but three points is three points, so good for you guys yeah. over the weekend. Um, yeah. Next on my list is Spurs Man City two O to the Spurs. Um, heartbreaking as an Arsenal fan to see them just doing so well. Yeah. And you mentioned it earlier with. Uh, Jose Mourinho doing what you all had hoped he would do for you guys. Yeah. Um, what we've seen in the past at teams like Chelsea. Yeah. He, I mean, he's a winner. He, all he won for you guys was the Europa League, unfortunately. But um, Spurs look great. Yeah. Harry Kane is incredible. Yeah. Son is incredible. I was convinced. So, so deeply convinced when I watched him with us that, that he was now behind the times that he just wouldn't catch back up to the he felt behind the times it felt like there was no way he could catch back up to the modern game and the way the 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 top coaches like Klopp and and uh, Pep are playing it felt impossible I think what it is is uh, part of it's COVID and just fatigue generally and it's just a different it's so true it's a different everyone's getting injured the, the level of intensity just can't be where it was yeah at the moment yeah um, the amount of games they're playing yeah um, there's something about the way Spurs play that it feels like they don't end the up exerting team, they let as the other team much, tire yes, themselves out yes. yeah so it feels like the kind of season where his style of play is almost perfectly suited for this ridiculous season yeah. of nonstop Champions League every week and well Europa League for them That's yeah at least well for the other teams for their yeah. for their title opponents, con- for their yeah. contenders yeah. that are up there with them it's Champions League every week all right well come try and break us down and run around a bunch yeah have fun yeah good luck <laughs> yeah good luck we'll just have Son run it up the field <laughs> exactly um, yeah I thought um, Bergwijn looked great as well and also I don't want to give I feel like we don't give Man City enough credit on this show, generally. Yeah, that can be true. kind of negative towards them. They started really well. I thought they played well that game. It yeah. was an unfair scoreline to them. I feel like they should have put one of those chances away. No. Um, but they looked good, and it was really. It looked like it was going to go either way. I think Gabriel Jesus, um, or Jesus, looks... He looks pretty good coming back in. He's still a bit rusty. I mean, he's always, he's always an almost guy for me. Yeah. So when he almost looks good, it's you. It you is what keep it is. thinking to yourself, Close, like, but yeah, I know what you mean. But I think, yeah, I think they're obviously a team in transition right now. It's, yeah. It seems like it's almost there. They're still kind of clicking a few pieces. Yeah, I wonder if January they go in for somebody. We're getting close now. It's almost yeah. 
you know, it's like four weeks until the, the transfer window reopens almost. Hey, and uh, since since we last did the show, Pep re-signed his contract. He did, huge for them. And the going, I felt like you felt that in that game as well. Going yeah. in, there was kind of a rejuvenated energy from them. Yeah, first Makes half. plenty of sense. And I probably didn't give enough credit to the fact that if you're, if it's December and mm. your manager's contract is up in June, probably plays a little part mentally yeah, um, in how you feel about a game good point. or a team. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, is he? Does he believe in us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You guys go get him. I'll be. Uh... You guys are great. Really counting on you. Just uh, we're not. I'm out of here. Gonna be over here talking to Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I totally agree. And and it's one of those games where, like, in the aftermath, everyone's so negative on Man City, like you were talking about. Like everyone, everyone came out after this game like. Wow, Pep's lost it. Pep's lost it. He no longer has the magic touch. If you go back, I was I was What's rewatching the highlights earlier today. It's it's insane. Like Man City had so many close chances. The Kevin De Bruyne shot that the Rodri goal that got discredited. Uh, the Laporte goal. Yes, Laporte goal. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and the, that one was another close one. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne slots it into the bottom corner. Gabriel Jesus had fallen over, and if it hadn't oh, yeah. hit off of him, would have gone into the bottom corner. Would yeah, have good point. Goal inside the six-yard box. It was it was a clear. clear I saw that. Clearly yeah. going to be a goal. Um, and there were just there were chances like that that could have totally changed this game. Um, but credit to Spurs. They Mourinho sets them up such that if it's a game of kind of like very tight tight. Uh, margins like this, like his team can often just grind it out. Yeah, and I think uh, the Mourinho Guardiola, yes. you know, competition has always been there. Yeah. But I think, especially nowadays, like we were talking about with the high press and the the strength of the counterattacking teams right now. Look at Leicester as well, and how Villa have been playing sometimes. Even um, I think it was just the right time for Mourinho to have that kind of. Squad against what Pep has been doing, yeah. and I think Pep it usually works, but there's there's not that extra ten percent that they typically. Yeah. It's a, the borderline between dominating a game and just dominating possession. Yeah. Right? This, um, this could also have been one of those games where if they have the uh, Sergio Aguero two yeah. years ago, true, it makes you think about they need a striker. Yeah, I think if not January in. in uh, in the summer, they're gonna have to buy for sure a serious striker. Even if they renew Aguero and keep Jesus, Aguero's not staying fit. Jesus isn't staying fit either, but he's yeah. also just he can't be the only guy. I that agree. Rely on. Even if they get Messi for me, they still need a striker. Yeah, he's not a striker. No. Um, no. He'll get you goals. But yeah, he's, he's not a striker. How but, exciting um, would that be? God, if they got Messi, it's a whole. It's a I, I very terrifying that's, prospect. That's where I'm at with Man City. I'm in this. It's it's tough to say. Like, I wouldn't call this season a write off for them. I think I think there's still a lot for them to go after. I think especially like uh, Champions League. You know, they'll yeah. they'll 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 be fighting for they're that. Good Champions League um, as well. Yeah, I think Premier League's probably going to be tough just because the first half of the season is looking like a write off for them. It just yeah, but you would still say they're probably going to get top four. You never really yeah. put that out of, out of no, no, out of context. You know, I'm expecting uh, second which half I think this is season. praise to them as well. It's like you would never. Man City are not going to get fifth or sixth. No, um, thankfully, but um, yeah. Um, whoa, one player that really stood out to me in this game, um, Endon Billet. Oh, he's looked really good. Yeah. The way it's just so much more physical and aggressive, yeah. kind of playing that you knew he was kind of capable of, yeah. but didn't showcase yet. And he's always been a great passer, great dribbler, yeah. but it's more the speed in which he's doing things yes. now. He's yes. the perfect transition on the counter. Yes, absolutely. And that first goal that he sets up with that beautiful pop oh, pass over yeah. to uh, to Son as Kane drags both of the center backs yeah. by coming in. Uh, San just takes the space that was that was left behind, and he just classic, amazing goal. Is it beautiful? Is it um, Hoijeberg that 
freed up Dombele yeah. from that being their defensive. Yeah. I think we've even talked about that. It I think makes absolutely makes him seem like such a master class signing, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. There's no way any of us could have seen that. Um, yeah, it's annoying, but it it, it works so well for them. Um, and yeah, for and Dombele, he's almost like he's he's now playing as a center attacking mid. But it's not really his position. Like his position, like I thought he was more of a box to box midfielder. He's now kind of playing a cam, which is almost perfect in the Mourinho system because in the Mourinho system, Mourinho ideally would love his cam to also be a good defensive player. Yeah, so he has that kind of back. And Dombele has that grit to him. Yeah, that's in a good midfield. point. He's just slightly he more defensive than like a yeah David Silva. Right, and I was thinking like of Ericsson, the the previous yeah. cam. True, that Very wouldn't have necessarily worked for Mourinho. As well as I think Ndombele is kind of working out for him. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that actually might be. Is there any other points you want to touch on on that game? Yeah. I think that's a good transition into Leeds versus Arsenal. <laughs> yes. Because there were rumors about Ericsson, but really it's that it's that yeah. Cam center attacking mid player that that I believe Arsenal need um, in order to get going again. It's just the. I don't know. I actually. I mean that that's my yeah. theory. It's hard to tell, you know, because same lineup if it's just two that. months ago looked great. I'm worried it's more than that. I'm worried. I, I What is it? This game made me think that it, and not even just this game, past couple. Past four games. Four games. Zero <laughs> goals. <laughs> zero goals. Last goal was zero a goals. penalty against Man United. Zero goals from open play in eight games now. It's scary. Eight games without a goal from open play, I would have thought that's impossible for Arsenal at the beginning of the season. I would have told you a team with Pepe, uh, well, Pepe is not the right person to start with, <laughs> but Obamiang. William? Oh, no, wait. Um, <laughs> but I would have told you a team yeah. with Obamiang, Saka, Lacazette, Pepe, William is going to find a way to get goals. And I, I would have expected William to be kind of the one to help unlock, right, defenses. Yeah. And he's never really. The biggest goal threat. He gets goals. He gets assists. But it's it's more. His I think movement. how his movement and how he how he passes and plays. Yeah. That I would have thought would have filled that in. I think. Um, speaking of Pepe, huge disappointment. Just a stupid, stupid move. And I think it just sums up where he's at more than anything. And where 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 we are at. Um, frustrated, right? It was. God, just so annoying. Just so annoying that that happened. Just this unnecessary red. Arteta was visibly dis. Everyone was visibly disappointed. It was um, a brutal game from him. He was awful. He was all bad around. He's seventy-two million. It's. It makes me a little concerned about his future because it was supposed to be <laughs> this season, right? He's had a couple of different managers, and he's had a big price tag. I find it comedic league. at this point. I'm sure you do. I've I've now gone gotten to the stage where he's now in my uh, my satirical Jesse Lingard team. Wow. <laughs> That's how bad it's wow. gone. He's now in my satirical. I mean, I think the term flop team. is you know, appropriate yes. um, at this point. And I mean, plenty of time to turn around. It's a long contract we gave him, but uh, yeah, unfortunate. Um, yes. Saka but, but oh, sorry, one sorry. one last thing on Pepe, just because I'd love to just yeah, you know, hit, hit you while you're down. <laughs> Throw some salt in that. Um, you said it's 72 million pounds. Arteta could transform your team with that amount of money. It's true. We got we got Partey for 45, who seems like a the bargain of the century. He's your best player. Um, yeah, I don't... I think... I still have so much faith in Arteta, yeah. and I don't think I'm alone there in terms no, of Arsenal No, I do fans. too. Even That's not right. Arsenal fans. I wish he had the 72 million pounds to spend, not Emery. I think it's I think it's going to be another tough season. He tried to prep us for it. He even said it, tried to measure expectations, right? Like, we're not where the other clubs are at. Yeah. And it was like, okay, but we won this. We were looking so good in the last <laughs> season. And he was like, no, no, no. He almost not. cursed himself by doing so he well. He did. Yeah, he did. But we'll see. I think Martinelli's coming back. He could... Provide a spark. I agree. I love Martinelli. He could provide a huge spark. Pre-injury Martinelli. Yeah. Throw that in there in case he comes back. Knock on the wood. (laughs) Christ. Um, Yeah. Uh, Saka, I think, looked great that game. He should have put away that one chance in the 82nd minute. If that happens, right? What was the chance? It was a breakaway. Um Fast pass to him on the wing, and then he cut in. It was one-on-one with the keeper. Tried to go around the keeper. 
um, and couldn't get the shot away. I think it got blocked. Um, yeah. 82nd minute, you put that away, it's 1-0. Yeah. Suddenly, we're having a different conversation. Totally about different conversation. That's all it takes. And it's that, that confidence, I think, right? If we had been scoring the last eight games from open play or whatever that... What was the starting lineup up front? Do you remember? Uh, it was uh, Aubameyang up top. It was William Pepe. Um, and I think it was Ceballos. I was going to say, I don't... I, Saka came in on as a sub, right? He did. He did. Came in after Pepe left. I um, I, I don't know. I feel resting, crazy. Resting. Okay. Um, he played three games for England over the international break. And he still got injured. He came in as a sub and still got injured. Yeah. But Saka played a lot of games. I think the goal was like, we don't want to risk injury. God, it happened anyways. Um, I just think he's... Such a different good. class of player versus Pepe. Or William. William as yeah. well. I think it yeah. was Saka. You know, I feel like there was... It was I just think William's like on the back end of his career that he had his moments. But yeah, in terms of like similar young players, like who are you going to put your money on? Saka. Oh, 100%. He looks incredible. Yeah. Um, Leno looked great, thank- thankfully. Yeah. Um, Defensively, they continue. Another clean sheet. Honestly, <laughs> no, it, it, it goes. We we don't talk about it because we're so frustrated about your attack. But your defense. These are the kinds of games good. where you would be losing two zero one zero. You have Emery in this, and 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 yeah, yeah. It, there's no zero zeros. No. Um, you would have lost this. Game. We would have lost that hundred yeah. percent. So that is, I think that is a promise, and I think we there's so much optimism. Yeah. With the parte signing, we played you guys and played great. Yeah. Um, it was a penalty, no open play, but 1-0, and we'll take that away any day of the week. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's just a you know knock back to reality a little bit. We're not a Champions League team at the moment, unfortunately. Feel You can see the pieces are there. Yeah. You can see the formations there. The players believe, absolutely. You're not too far away. No. Um, One or two more windows, maybe January and next summer. Could we make the right signings? I think, I think so. Arteta is the type of guy who will make the right signings based on what we've seen. Depends on what money is available, who who you can get out, but yeah, if you we don't have any desirables, is my fear. Nobody so. wants to purchase. Lacazette has a year left on his contract. You guys aren't good at selling. Mustafi's contract up. Socrates contract up. Um, I just, yeah, I don't understand it because we've talked about this before, but like. Would have been the perfect summer to get rid of Bellerine and and instead have Maitland Niles and Tierney on as your wide. It's a good point. We do. It's like, um, and then you also played Saka as a wide back, why? which means that Arteta went into the season thinking he had like something like four amazing wide backs to to choose good, from. What's like, the point of Maitland Niles at this point? If we could have got yeah. fifteen to twenty mil for him from Wolves, right? Well, yeah, that's a good point. If if Arteta's that, decision was. I, I like uh, Bellerine or or Saka over Maitland Niles. And sure, Maitland Niles is the one to leave. Even though I think you and I both kind of like Maitland. I Niles like him a lot, and would kind of almost rather him over well, Bellerine not Saka. Saka should be up front for me. Yeah, uh, and I like Tierney on the left back position. I think Bellerine should have been the one to go out. Keep Maitland Niles, homegrown player. Why not? Yeah. Well. No, well, it didn't happen. Didn't happen that <laughs> way. So here we go. Uh, lower part of the table. Yeah. Um, the good news is the table is so close that I think with one win and a couple fortunate uh, games from our opponents, and we're back in like the top eight. So yeah, it's, it, there's still hope. Um, we'll, we'll do you a favor next week, and I promise. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, and then on Leeds, you know, Bamford had a couple of really good shots. He had one we ball. Didn't even mention Leeds. Didn't mention them. Yeah. I, mean, I get so freaking hated, man. Uh, but Leeds looked, they looked pretty good. Um, very intense. I mean, you would have thought with a man up they could have done it. Yeah. Credit to Arteta. But I thought Leeds, Leeds didn't look bad. Um, as they never really seemed to. They never... More than that, and this was something that kind of worried me, was I thought they, I thought, I thought they looked better than you guys in this game. Yeah, they did. They, they had more chances. My problem well, was... They wanted it more. Yeah. My other problem with them was, like, we were talking about what's the issue for Leeds? Like, why why is it not quite clicking? It's... it's it, I come back to it again. It's like, it's not enough goals from different parts of the team. This was a game where they had so many chances that fell to midfielders. Like, click had chances like so many of their midfielders yeah that guy Rafinha in midfield had yeah, chances true 
and it was just like no i mean he hit he hit the woodwork to be fair but like so did uh, rodrigo yeah and it's just like they those they need to they need to put those away yeah yeah there is i think a mystery to us right like every week i think we say who knows how they're gonna finish you know it's hard to Bielsa sets them up they play great and then they it's just lacking quality yeah yeah, I agree. And um, maybe maybe it's one of those things where, as like how we're talking about Arsenal upgrading over a couple windows, maybe Leeds is the same situation. True, first time back in the Premier League, they look really good. They look amazing for a first time back. I agree. Yeah, they make like when you compare them to Fulham and West Brom and yeah. and even Sheffield and Burnley, it's yeah. like yeah, it's miles a, ahead. It's a different class for sure. When you're you have no grinding out nil nil draws against Arsenal, like. It doesn't sound all that impressive, but that's hard to do when you're a new team getting into the Premier League. Yeah. You know? It's, uh... Yeah, I, I don't think anyone thinks they're going to get relegated. There's not even I a real conversation, I right? So. so I think that's that's all credit to them. Um, yeah, it is what it is. We'll see if Arsenal can bounce back next week. Who, who are you playing? Uh, let me double-check. I think it's Wolves. It is Wolves. Um, you know... If you guys don't hear from me next week, <laughs> it means something bad is happening. Um, same here. Yeah. <laughs> We're both in the same boat. It's just hard. It's hard. Every season I get my hopes up. I know. I um, I was hopeful for you too going into the I had, season. I mean, I was actually, I was spiteful of you all because um, I didn't think your window was great, but you ended last season so well. You're in the Champions League again. It was like, oh, man, 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 man. We're back. Um, and then you started how you did, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Which we still... started how we did, and then the and then the, the end of the transfer window happened, and I got a sense of what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded everyone. You're like, "Oh no, they're still kind of idiots." Yeah. Oh, uh, we still don't know what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I should stop pretending. Stop pretending that we're a club that should be mentioned in the same breath as uh, Man City and Liverpool. City and, Liverpool. Yeah. and Chelsea uh, now. Yeah. It sucks. Spurs. Spurs. <laughs> So many teams just Everton, flying by Everton, me. Everton, Leicester. Uh, who else we got? All yeah. flying by us. And it leads you. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, anyways, before we get too sidetracked and self-pity. Mm. Uh, Fulham, Everton. Uh, Everton won, two to three. Um, Calvert Lewin, man. Um, I thought... Wait. Oh, yeah. Two goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks great. Ten goals already. I think that was his best ever record He's across all competitions. He's so good. Um, he looks great. I thought. Um, I thought Everton played really. It's the worrying thing. I think is they played really well until they didn't, and then for a team like Fulham who haven't looked very good to get two goals, mm-hmm. questions on their on their defense, questions on Pickford as always. Um, I thought they looked really good. Iwobi for me came alive. Um, he looked really good in that game. Um, Pickford's really close to being booted out of this team, isn't he? We get that vibe. Olsen seems like he's... Because Ancelotti put uh, Olsen in for one game, and he said, next game, Pickford's going to be back in. And when he did that, it made me think, this is a kick up the butt for Pickford, and this is saying, this is a warning shot. This is a, a, look, we're testing him out, get the message. Either you start performing, or... There's going we're 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 not afraid to to, I think to use our. Other that's a good options. point. I think no one doubts his talent and no one doubts his ability. And he's still twenty two. He's yeah. a keeper. He's got what fifteen more years. Older, but yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, he's uh, still he's young for a keeper for sure. But to that point, if you're not Kepa looked really promising at one point as well. If you're not performing consistent consistency, is it's all everything. that they ask for from goalkeepers and center backs, right? So it's everything, and these spells of. Poor performances. We talked about it before. It can it can go on for years and years, and it can ruin your career. Yeah, it, it could be another Joe Hart situation. Oof. Yeah, say it ain't so. <laughs> another English golden boy down the toilet. And Joe Hart actually probably achieved more than I think. He won has. a couple of Premier League titles. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think it was scary for Everton at the end there a little bit. Um, Adam Ola Lookman for for Fulham looks great. Um, We've been, always kind of liked him. He when, when, yeah. back when he was on Everton, and then he moved over to Leipzig. Yeah, then, he's know, always back. been very like uh, he's a little bit one dimensional, but he's very 
uh, go and get him. He just has the ball at his feet and he's going to get in the box and, and put something together. Um, but they're poor luck with penalties. Um, Fulham, Carvalho slipped and skied the penalty. Um, Mitrovic couldn't put it away. Oh, and, yeah. Van Cavallero. Yeah. Mitrovic. And, uh, yeah, it's just been poor luck for them. That Paneka from Lookman. Uh, it's just they can't see. I mean, they got a goal right after the penalty, uh, which was good. And I'm all the Lookman was involved there. But it is one of those things that, um, you know, it's one of those things where you, you think, should you have given that to Adam Ola-Lookman again? Give him the chance to make good? Cause you, <laughs> no, you just missed two. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, no. now you give it to someone else who missed, and it's like, okay, now we're, now we have nobody. No one, yeah. You got to give someone a miss. You got to give somebody a second chance, right, before you give the goalie the, the, the penalty kick, but. I guess it would have been, I don't know. I don't know enough, like. If Lookman had been like, give me it, I, I want to take it. If he's kind of like shying away from it. That's true. You probably and you're like, situation. no, you're taking this penalty. He misses don't it. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> he misses yeah it. that's a good point. His he tries to take it again. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Um, unfortunate for them, but Everton, another three points. They look pretty good. We'll see. I think we talked about it. Um, can they keep it up? Probably. But um, but yeah, I think I think there's still a sense to your point about them giving up two goals. This not being a convincing display. No, there's it, there's definitely been a okay. Here's back to reality. You know, without back to James, Richarlison, or Dominic Calvert Lewin. No, they don't look very good. No, and not just. I mean, yeah, just if one of those players is missing, it doesn't seem to work very well. No. It's um, true. They don't have the the depth. No, unfortunately. Um, we'll see. I think I think they obviously have built something that looks great. Great project. And I think there'll be more players coming in to kind of, you know, build that out. Yeah. Part of me was hopeful that, like, all the players that were starting last, se- uh, starting last season but now we're on the bench, like, that gave them an opportunity to, like, okay, I have to step up when I get my chance. Yeah. People like Wobi, people like Bernard, people like... Bernard did, st- and they both have in they, some capacity. In, in, to some capacity, um, Davies. Um, Classic. Yeah. Who Who's the other Iceland Icelandic? Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson. Yeah. yeah. Don't have faith in Sigurdsson, but well, he was good back in the day, but now yeah, for Swansea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, um, next and last one in the wrap up is Liverpool Leicester. Um, I thought the scoreline was a little bit unfortunate to Leicester, 3-0 um, to Liverpool. And it looked like they were almost, you know, they had some some good chances. Harvey Barnes had one that was really close. Um, I don't think the shot was necessarily close, but the way it, it fell to him in the build-up play, it looked like that was going to get put away on a different day maybe. But Diago Jota, man, he looks so good. How... He did not look that good for Wolves. And I don't even think... I can't even be jealous because I feel like if we signed him, he'd, he'd just be a no, William. Yeah. It wouldn't be the so same as I don't, any other team. I don't get it, though. He's Klopp. How do they have just... Klopp even came out and said it. And he was like, I didn't expect he'd be nearly this good. <laughs> he, he was being dead honest, too. He was just like... He wasn't even trying to lower expectations. He was just saying, I didn't... I, I thought he, he, he was a good player. I thought like he could add to our team. But now he's got someone who's actually competing for the for, for one of those starting top three positions in the team forward three positions. And he can play even with if there's. And I don't four think Klopp expected that was going no, to be an issue. Good, it was going to be. And a now it's a good issue. It yeah, it's great. Out. And it's great. We talked about how shit Arsenal are at business. Liverpool suddenly they Arsenal, sell Mane or Man Salah. United. So many. For, they could sell Mane or Salah for a ridiculous amount of money. And be just fine. Yeah. Uh, they probably reinvest that money very well, as they tend to do. I don't know that they'd be... Just I, I wouldn't get... Yeah. They don't want to get carried away. But all I mean is... I know, know what, what you're saying. saying. I know what you're they saying. They suddenly have another lethal winger. If, it, Salah's injured, if something was going to happen. Yes. Yes. Something like that. That's a good way of putting it. If, uh, if one of them's injured, it now doesn't matter. The Liverpool the past, I would have been like, oh. Mm-hmm. And, and going into this season, I that was, <laughs> that was my big... 
uh, theory for why they wouldn't win it this season. I was like, the past couple seasons, I've consistent, consistently Salah and Mane have been playing a lot of games and playing really well and like nearing the top of the of the Golden Boot charts for for every the Premier time. League every time. It's like at some point one of them's going to have a long period out. I'm guessing this season with all of what's going on with the pandemic, with the shortened break, like this seems like the kind of season that one of them would get injured. And now even if one gets injured, it doesn't feel like it matters because like you said, Diogo Jota slots in. Yeah, does. and defensively they look pretty solid as well. Even you know, I think they're starting to get used to not having Van Dyke, and yeah. I'm sure it's almost like a crutch, right? Having someone that good in your back line that yeah. no one else, like we said, he makes everyone look good. You don't have to play as probably as good as they do now, but they're all capable of doing that, right? Obviously, and Klopp's capable of getting that so out of them. Isn't that so frightening though? Like that. I mean, Fabinho played, and we've talked about how how good Fabinho is as a center back. So I guess maybe not hugely surprising defensively, but like in the midfield this game, Keita and Jones play in the midfield. Jones look great. And suddenly they're, they, I thought, I, I honestly thought they were dominant this game against yeah. Leicester. And Naby Keita, you and I were talking about the other weekend, we were criticizing a bit yes. in terms of expectations versus yeah. where he landed, but he still, he still has some really good games. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it it almost seems like it doesn't matter who they play; they can they can get a result with any lineup. They not even a result; they can be dominant against a team like Leicester, who's near the top. So good. I don't want to. I feel like yeah, to not to discredit Leicester because it was an unfortunate result. Yeah, you still think that they're capable of doing very well this season. I don't think anyone loses to Liverpool and says, "Oh, great, we've lost this." Yeah, you know, uh, lost our way. Everyone seems to lose to Liverpool these days. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think Firmino also played really well. Yeah, he got a goal, which say. he needed. He looked dangerous throughout and then got his goal right at the end. And you saw it where he had that one. It was like, he had like three yes. shots that hit the post hit and the, the goalkeeper post. in the face <laughs> yes. or something like. And then like two minutes later, he scores. And you could tell it was like, oh, that's all it is. Like just, it's right there in front of my face. Like, let me get this goal. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure everyone was relieved on for him and, and that team. Not that anyone ever doubted him, but... No, and it's a long time to go without goals. That that situation of of the the save by Schmeichel and the, and then also the the post reminds me that I was thinking while I was watching this game that like if not for Schmeichel and I thought he played pretty well this game, it could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse. The, the, he is a good goal. I think I give. I kind he of, has moments where it's not great, but he's not my favorite. No, but he's he's a pretty solid keeper. But um, he, he has good games like. Like this weekend, yeah, and it, it could have been one of those where it's like five six zero, embarrassing for Leicester, and it wasn't. And this is where Harvey Barnes mm. needs to score goals. Yeah, he runs a lot. He looks great, but he gets he makes these opportunities for himself. So you want to say, hey, good credit for like making that chance happen, mm-hmm. but he never seems to be putting them away. If he put away, like you know. Just a slightly higher percentage of the chances he creates. He's suddenly like a lethal winger. And now he's just kind of like a promising, fast English winger. Um, yeah, I don't. I just don't trust him. Yeah, I've heard you say that. So, um, makes you think about um, Undere. Is he going to get more of a role moving forward? Because um, he's looked really good anytime yeah. he's anytime he's on the field. I would think he deserves uh, a start. A start. Yeah. yeah. One of these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of the wrap up. It was good. oh oh one <laughs> oh, oh, one oh, thing. Oh. No, but we we talked about now. Like we've ta- we've gone through the games of Spurs, Man City, yeah. uh, Liverpool, Leicester, the Chelsea game. I just I I hate. I'm gonna. I'm being naughty by bringing it back to Manchester United, but mm-hmm. it, it's such a drop off to watch those other teams and then watch my team. Yeah. It's just brutal well, to drop off in quality. You're not alone. Yeah, I know. Ours I would just love to see a shot on goal from us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just so much passing. And it's crazy the golf. It feels like there's such a huge margin of difference between our teams yeah. and those those other teams. But going into the season, I wouldn't have guessed it would have been that well, wide. And I think to give those teams credit, it's been a process, right? Yeah. I mean, Chelsea, they actually won the Premier League, what, 16-17 under Conte? Yeah. Other than that, it's been Man City and Liverpool. Yeah. Um, 
And those teams took a while to build what they had. Chelsea took maybe two seasons and a shit ton of but money. But it's a completely different team for Chelsea. It's like it's yeah, both, they spent yeah. like three hundred million this summer. So yeah. maybe if you guys did that, but I just think it's I also see. what they did was get the right manager and yeah. give him money and time. Yeah, I think we have the right manager, need more money and more time. You all need a new manager. It's almost worse the way we're doing it versus the way Lampard and Arteta's situations are working out where you trust the manager and it's just a matter of like let's get the signings that that builds out their vision the problem about right now like me is like i almost don't want united to spend any money in the transfer window because i Under want that, no. i want that save. money saved for someone who knows they, i think what, it's a, what to do with it it's a reality check yeah. if you guys get knocked out round of 16 and then you finish if you're 10th by December. Yeah. I'm so worried. Or, I guess that's I'm so the, worried we're going to have a run that. in the Champions League, which is absurd to say Ole's as a fan. going to save his job. I'm so... He's going to get to the... Like, have a really good quarterfinal and that's get knocked out. Saying. And they're going to be like, oof, so close again. Ole. Exactly. Why don't we sign you another 35-year-old striker? That's exactly what I'm betting on. Yeah. I'm so afraid we're going to be eighth in the league, but we're going to finish... We're going to get to the semifinals in the Champions League. And... You know, Ed Woodward is going to be there like, well, you know, it's kind of good. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> He's so livid. Anyways, I'm getting used to the fact that I don't think Ed Woodward wants to get rid of Ole. Yeah. Uh, I think they're buddies or something. Yeah, I, I just don't think like, if, 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 if Mourinho had been the manager after the summer transfers we had had this summer, he would have been livid. He would have. He would have been coming he out in the press, yeah. saying things. Yeah. Any top manager, Pep, Pep wouldn't have been quiet after that kind of summer. No, that you don't buy Pep for money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At thirty-five. Exactly. Yeah. It's just it's crazy. So I think yeah, I think Ed's probably okay, um, with with cash and those checks. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see. I think it's going to take some substantial change. Um, I think Arsenal has at least begun that. Yeah. But we've almost gone back to the Wenger days where just centralize the power under the guy who seems to have the vision. Everyone else is just a chicken with their their head cut off. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited for you guys though. I think transfer so. windows. Two years from now, let's see where let's see what's happening. You know what I mean? If we're really challenging for stuff, yeah, that would be a huge. Even if we're back in Champions League, that's all I have. That's all I want. Yeah, I still hope. Um, just want to shout out another game. Uh, Burnley, Crystal Palace. 1-0 to Burnley. Eight-minute goal by Chris Wood, and then a man-of-the-match performance by the goalkeeper. And I think that, that sums up Burnley. Um, and they needed that win, and they know how to hold on to, to a 1-0. Good for them. Um, so I just wanted to call that out, because I'd love to see that. No, it's true. I, I saw that. I saw the um, Chris Wood goal. And brought the them out of the bottom three by a point. So... Suck on that, Sheffield. I, I, I want to be almost like condescending to to those teams, but I'm too close in the standings. That's to them. Well, you're ahead of us only on goal differential, so I'm, we're, I'm, I'm with you. I'm so afraid that uh, within like three weeks we could be like down there fighting against oof. Burnley. <laughs> um. All right, and then come up this Saturday, Everton Leeds. That should actually be a really good game. I think. Um. So we'll we'll see if Everton I was, leads. I think Leeds are gonna do it. I agree. I agree. Everton just, I think in a, in those kind of games, that's where Everton are lacking. They started the season really active and and added and aggressive. Yeah. They've toned it down a bit. And Leeds never will. And so it's I think those games that Everton in the past have been just trampled, and I feel like that's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three one to Leeds. Wow, I like that call. I'm gonna go with the same. Another Bamford hat trick. No. Um, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think I think Leeds just bring so much energy to their game, and it's terrifying. Really struggle. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday, Southampton, Man United. Southampton have been looking really good. Tried one one against Wolves. Um, yeah, but they've been on a pretty pretty decent streak. Um, I mean, I think. Honestly, I think they'll do it to you. I think I think, I think it'll be two. I'm gonna say two one. I'm sure, Fernandez is gonna get a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. I'm gonna, yeah, maybe Che Adams. Uh, che Adams does some does some good 
Yeah, I always end up underestimating. Um, we end. I feel like we end up being more defensively sound than I give us credit for because I I don't like Lindelof and Maguire, but they've been getting it done. I'm gonna go for like a another one one. Mm, draw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair. So yeah. Um, all right, Chelsea Spurs. Um, this that's is gonna be a big one. I'm gonna be so exciting. As oh god. As much as I hate to say it, I think Chelsea could do it, mm-hmm. only because. I think it's just maybe Spurs history and just the past of just like I just don't trust that this run is real. You yeah. know what I mean? I just they've been winning in too many games and looking too good mm-hmm. that I just feel like they're down. They're bound to fumble it at some point, and I think it's going to be against Chelsea that that happens. Yeah, I don't think Chelsea are going to uh, like run away with it by any means, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be it's going to just make me eat my words, and suddenly they're they're title contenders <laughs> and beating beating the the title contender Spurs. So yeah. I think Spurs, I think uh, Chelsea are going to going to do it. You never really it's hard to tell with that game. Um, I don't. I think it's going to be exciting to watch. That's for sure. I'm sure Kane will get a goal or Son. I bet you the odds are if you you lose money if you bet that one of them is going to get a goal. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. so likely. Yeah. Um, um, what are your thoughts? I'm going the other way. Really? I think I think Spurs are going to do this it. This is the real deal. For um, Spurs, huh? That more so, I think this is still a young Chelsea team. Mm. Uh, and I saw it today when I was watching them against Wren. Um, they're not, they don't quite, like, for all the attacking prowess that they have, and, like, it's exciting to watch them, they're not as clinical as I would have assumed they are. And mm. I'm afraid in a close margins game, That's true. it might just be a similar scenario to the Man City to game. Well, my, my issue today was, I don't know if you saw Werner missed a sitter. He's done that a couple of times. A he just gets sitter. so many chances. But there was I saw another one where he was I think it was one on one or even got past the goalie and just like whiffed it. Um it's so a good point. I'm just afraid. Like if 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 this ends up being a game where Spurs set up def- pretty defensively, they know of the risks that are coming at them and they're like just limiting chances and Chelsea get three three good two or three good chances and they only score one and Tottenham get two because Kane and Son are on fire. Uh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid yeah. for them. Um, I think I think I'm gonna go with a. Um, let's see, I'll go for a go for a professional one zero win for Spurs. Classic Mourinho against yeah. his old team. Um. All right, last two. Arsenal Wolves. Arsenal. I'm going to say we do it. I'm going to say we turn it around against Wolves. I'm going to say Aubameyang gets a goal. I like it. I like it. <laughs> if you don't see me next week, uh, I will be hanging in my bathroom. No, too dark. Uh, I, it, yeah, no, I, th- I think we could do it. Um, Wolves have looked good, but it, they haven't looked as good as they normally do. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to be checking in on you over the weekend because I think Wolves do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do they do it or is it a zero? Or maybe they... I think they do it. 1-0? Um, yeah, I think I think a Jimenez goal. Makes sense. I think, I feel like... I feel like he's been a little quiet. I'm just waiting for him to start. Yeah, true. To start he's revving hungry. up. He's um, hungry for more. Yeah, I can. I can see them doing it. All right, and the last one I wanted to call out: West Ham Villa. Um, Villa had a disappointing game this week. Barkley's injured. Against Brighton. Is, is that the? Uh, That's interesting. Now Barkley's suddenly that formula no no good. Yeah. You know Grealish needs his pal up there. Yeah. Um, Suddenly, he's just an Aston Villa player. Yeah, no longer has an longer than hundred ten million dollar oh. price tag. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought against Brighton, it was a close game. Brighton have looked really good every game; they just can't seem to <clears throat> finish it. Um, Aston Villa did look pretty good. They just, yeah, couldn't couldn't put them away. Um, I think Brighton just wanted that win more. But anyways, I think, uh, yeah, I think West Ham have looked pretty good. I think. 
I'm hoping that Villa can expose that David Moyes is a joke and it's just a weird run of form that they're going through. They shouldn't be winning as many games as they are. I think what frustrates me the most is the 1-0 wins where Suchek gets a goal. It just <laughs> doesn't make any sense. They don't even have a striker. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I'm going to go for 1-1. Um, 1-1. That's it. That's actually fair. I'll probably, probably double down with that. <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Um... Yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, God is hell the Premier League's back. Yeah. Oh, uh, my gosh. International soccer. What a waste of time. I, the Nations League. I feel like I used to be excited about it like five years ago. I think we haven't seen anything. The World Cup was very exciting. Yeah. We were supposed to have a Euro last year. Didn't yeah, have that. That's we haven't had true. a Copa America. It's like, we haven't had anything. The Nations League is nothing to do. No, it's such... The friendlies are friendlies. You just... Put it into a tournament. Was, it, was it Wenger that came out and said, "Does anyone really know what the Nations League is?" I think is? it was. Like, <laughs> anyone, what is what does winning do? <laughs> right, like you're not the champion of anything. It's a made up trophy. Yeah, it's um, nothing. It's 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 less than even the Carabao Cup of the English League. You know, it's like they did it, the treble. No, not the Champions League, the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, and the Premier League. Um, I could win the Premier League. It's just, I, I talk shit on Man City. But, <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, that that's that's the episode. Um, mm, bye. bye. <laughs>